Hello, friends. Welcome to Level Up with Debbie Neal. I am your host. There is nowhere I would rather be than right here, right now with you. This podcast is all about leveling up in all aspects of our lives. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Together, we are leveling up. You ready? Happy Monday, my Level Up family. I am so excited for today. So to give you a quick recap, last week we spoke about the extra degree. You are here to level up. The extra degree is everything. It's the difference between the top 1% in your field, the top 1% in your industry, the top 1% in your game. It isn't luck. It isn't by chance. Here's the thing. Going that extra degree, it's intentional. It's deliberate. It's about waking up every single day and raising your effort, your love, your vision, and becoming and being better. So the extra degree is everything. My mission is to live and love and grow in the 1% and inspire you how to do the same. So this week, we're going to switch gears a little. But here's the thing. Like I say switch gears, we're not really switching gears because all the gears are connected, right? We're leveling up and there's so many different gears. There's so many ingredients that grows us, okay? It's all connected. I am not here to inspire you or to only inspire you to level up. I am here to inspire you to level up, but it's not just that. I'm also here for you to get to know me. And I believe that when we go through things, when we grow through things, things in our life to learn. It's like, it's like our duty to share it with others, like our lessons to have a greater ripple effect in the world. And by the way, this is what I believe with adversity, with challenges, we can't teach while we're in it. It's when we're out of it, because when we're out of it, it's amazing energy, it's growth, it's positivity. When we're in it, it's not always that way, right? So I'm going to share with you an abbreviated version of how I ended up taking this magical journey. I want to say like back to God, but to God, or just really whatever is this past year and what a gift it has been in my personal and professional life. And as a result, I am leveling up in the most beautiful way. Now, I know that we all have different beliefs. So whether it's God for you or the energy, whatever it is, whatever you have faith in, apply that to what I'm sharing with you today. At the beginning of 2020, and I've definitely mentioned this on a few of my episodes, I actually actually prayed for the next level, like the next level of my business, the next level of my professional life, the next level of like me. I was ready and I was fully open to grow into the next version of me. Now, remember this, when we pray, here's what I believe. God always does answer. He answers us. At the time, it may not be what we like, you can't see me, but I'm doing parentheses, not what we thought we were praying for, but it is the answer to our prayers. So I prayed for the next level. The first few months of 2020, you guys, things were rocking. Like in my mind, God heard me. We're good. We're flying. I felt like Beyonce. And then a few months in, I was actually brought to my knees. I was growing through something professionally, personally, that I just didn't see coming. And that that's, that's part of growth. As we are in the valleys, my friends, this is where the lessons are. Remember, we will always fall on our way 
to the top of anything. You will get knocked down. It's not how many times we fall. It's how many times we rise, we get back up, we learn, we improve. Like most of us, right? When I fell, I felt all kinds of emotions, right? When I was in this valley, I felt fear. I felt anger. I felt resentment. I felt doubt. There were tears and there were a few weeks, I'm not going to lie. I'd love to say a few days. There were a few weeks of somewhat of a pity party. Have you ever had a pity party? Because I've had a few in my life. Thank goodness. See, I don't invite anybody to my pity parties. And that's really important because we grow that in our leadership. Like if you have a pity party, don't invite me. And when I have a pity party, I'm not going to invite you because what would that do, right? That would have a negative effect on your life and your energy and your goals and your dreams, right? So I was a party of one having a little bit of a pity party. And as we grow in our leadership, the good news is these pity parties, they're few and far between. And when they do occur, they get shorter and shorter. So after a few weeks, my pity party was over. I made an internal announcement like over the broadcast system of Debbie Neal internally that the party was over and every negative emotion. So I made an announcement to the anger, to the resentment, to the fear, to the doubt. I let them all know it is time for you to exit the building. And this is when the magic happened. So I sat down and I looked at like the facts, okay? I knew I was ready for the next level. I knew that I was worthy. I knew God had a calling on my life. I believe and I have faith. And I, so what I did is I began to peel away the layers to find the gift. What was I supposed to learn? What is it here? What's the treasure? You see, when we experience obstacles and setbacks, they're gifts in disguise, but we can only find the gifts when we release the negative, when we allow the love in and to know there's always a reason. There's a greater purpose. Love is the most powerful force in the universe. So now it was time to allow my faith to take over and have a new perspective. And that's where I would pray. And I would just say like, show me, like I'm ready, okay? So what was God trying to teach me? What was the universe trying to teach me? What was the lesson of me leveling up trying to teach me? What was I supposed to learn and experience on this journey to the next level of my life? So then I began to take a journey into an amazing set of books. And I first read every single book that Bob Goff had written. And so I probably saw, I shouldn't say I probably, I did probably see somebody that I look up to in this world and in business post a book of him, right? On the story. So again, we we follow people and I was like, okay, let me read that book. So here's, from reading this book, Bob Goff is a man of faith. And after you read his books, all, like the best way to describe it, all you feel is I, I want to live my life like Bob. That is the only way that I could really put it into words. And you'll have to read his books to really understand. But here's one of the major characteristics of a leader. We inspire others to be more, to do more. And so last summer, Bob did that for me. He also made me realize there was a bigger reason and blessing for what I saw a few short months ago as a setback. And then after my books, all the Bob got, in fact, I read one book and then I'm like, I need another one. I need another one. And then, then after, after I was done with all them, there was no other books that he read yet at that point. And so then I began to read books by Catherine Ponder and an amazing leader on my team that I do business with, Alexandra 
introduced me to Catherine Ponder books. And so I think I mentioned um, Catherine Ponder a few episodes back. And I've always been a huge fan of, like when people say, what's your favorite book? Okay. My two favorite books in this world are The Secret and The Power by Rhonda Byrne. So I have read those books and listened to the audios hundreds of times. So the best way to describe Catherine Ponder's books is it kind of takes the secret to a spiritual level. It was like reading The Secret and discovering like there was a secret door that I never saw. Like, like there was something going on behind and opening and discovering a lost treasure that was worth millions. And then you could wonder, I know I did, how did I miss it? Like how, how could I have read the book so many times and listened to the audios and never heard Rhonda mention Catherine Ponder's name? And actually it was Alexandra who told me Rhonda mentioned Catherine Ponder in her book. So how could I have read The Secret and missed it? But how I missed it was we miss what we aren't ready for. What we miss what we aren't looking for. And I was now ready to open up that secret door and learn what God was showing me. And I want to be very real. I want to be vulnerable. And I want to be honest with all of you. Okay. Up till recently, this past year, like I've always believed in God. I've always prayed, but I never made the professional connection that God was the source of my abundance and supply. I believed it was people, right? The right people, the right circumstances, the right opportunities, the right company, the right business, the right job. That was the source. That's what I believe. But I also believe like it was the right thinking and having faith and praying, but not like the direct connection, right? So what do I really mean? You have a job, you own a business, whatever it is you do for a living. I saw that that was my source of supply. Makes sense, right? It did to me until God took me on this journey. And it was necessary for me to learn and believe in order for me to grow to the next level of my life. So as you take in my information, right, it might not be what you believe. This is, I'm going to share me unapologetically. Okay. So an even bigger picture, God wanted me to share the lessons with the world. I've got a platform. I have a microphone. And so I want you to hear my lessons and maybe you can learn through them as well. Our goal is to live a life of impact, to use our voices for good. And I'm on like my 13th book by Catherine Ponder, and I cannot say enough about her as well as each and every book. Every morning when I open my eyes, like I'm like excited. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go downstairs. I can't wait to open my book and fill up my mind and fill up my heart, right? And build up my faith. And I'm excited to share this message with you today. So here's the thing. God created a rich universe for all of us, and he wants us to enjoy it. Prosperity is our birthright. And I could do hundreds of episodes on the law of prosperity, and we will do more. But the basic law is this. True prosperity has a spiritual basis. God is the source of your supply, your mind, your body, your abilities, your talents, your education, your job, your profession, your business. They're all channels of your prosperity but God is the source. And therefore, I now know we must do something to stay in touch with that source in order to create a prospered life. And that begins with sharing, giving. When we give, it opens the ways to receive. Think about it. Like, doesn't it feel amazing to give? Whether it's money, whether it's donation, whether it's time, whether it's your love. Like Christmas, I'm a big gift giver. Like I love gifts. In fact, on Christmas morning, my, my kids are always like, open your gifts. I'm like, but I want to watch all of you first. Like I love to see their expressions and their joy. And I, when I pick out gifts, like I'm excited to give them. I've always donated, but now I see the power 
power of sharing tithes where I receive inspiration. And so the word tithe means 10. And it's the magic number of increase. It's like treating God as a financial partner. So, so often, me included, like as we're earning income, we have thoughts of getting, right? What will this amount do for us? What will this job do for us? What will this create for our family, our team, our business? And I forgot for a period of time where it truly came from. And here is a line that always comes in my mind and reminds me, what we don't appreciate, we lose. So really think about that. If God is the source of our supply and we earn income and money through those channels, work, business, job, he also has the power to change that like this, for better or for worse. And now you may be thinking, okay, I know, because here's the thing, I wanted to like poke holes in this also, okay? I know people, you might be thinking, that are wealthy and or successful, they don't recognize God as the source of their prosperity, and they don't tithe, right? And they're still successful. So I want you to think about this. Prosperity is so much more than just wealth and just success. True prosperity is peace of mind. It's health of body, as well as financial success and abundance. And here's the thing. There could be a million people that tell me, this is not true. You believe everything. You're gullible. Whatever it is, there will be people. I'm not here to take a survey. Okay. These are my beliefs. And so Even if there was absolutely no truth to it, which I don't believe, I feel amazing praying and recognizing God and giving back, right? The word wealth means be well-being and wholeness. That's what wealth means. Maybe those people that are not giving, maybe those people are wealthy in a financial sense, but what is their level of well-being, their level of peace, their state of relationships with their family, their friends, and and their overall well-being. It's been so fun, right? This has been an incredible journey for me to trace back the law of prosperity, which is really the law of attraction, okay? Law of prosperity is the door I'm talking about that was behind the law of attraction. And I've been like reading through the books, going through like the teachings of the Bible and the history, and the examples are amazing. It goes back to the Old Testament and into the New Testament era. So like the law of attraction, the laws of prosperity have been around forever, but yet we're living in a world now that people are discovering them and living by them. And when you go back into the Old Testament and back into the Bible, tithing was required. It wasn't an option. So when you go back in history, the richest groups of people the world has ever known use the prosperity law of tithing. The ancients knew that putting God first financially would be the first step to permanent and for everlasting prosperity. Tithing was a household word in the biblical times. And over and over, they shared it. The more they shared, it brought peace and power and plenty. Tithing isn't about giving the last and the least, but rather the first and the best. And that was a really big lesson for me. The more I read, the more I learned, the more I sat At the feet of the leaders who live their life this way, I discovered their practicing of tithing not only prospered them, but protected them from negative experience in life. They gave with celebration and joy. And again, that's tied to the law of attraction, right? What we put out, we get back. It's about the energy, the faith, the generosity, the abundance. So we can hear this, right? And think, well, how can tithing back to God 
protect us from negative experiences in our life. First, we know how powerful energy is. Being in source energy is the best. When we put God first financially, we open our mind to the goodness of the universe, to its infinite love and wisdom and power and substance. We begin to look at the loving father for guidance, healing, and supply. Tithing is is professional, it's business-like, it's orderly, it's scientific, and it's practical. I think I actually took that directly from Catherine Ponder. You know, I've read her stuff so much times, I don't even, you know. And so as a result, we open the way to receive similar results in our life. And one of the leadership lessons we constantly learn about is to learn from the ones who are where you wanna be. Who we learn from, who we surround ourselves with creates our world. So I love learning this as I'm on my prosperity journey, that some of the most successful millionaires of all times attribute their success to tithing. And some of these leaders, to name a few, of prosperity and wealth are the Colgate family, the Heinz family. And when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, I am like a ketchup freak. Like, I love ketchup. Like, if you were to serve a hamburger and french fries, and I did not have ketchup, I I don't even know if I could eat it, okay? So I already have a connection to this family, okay? So the Kraft family and the Rockefeller family, right? So those are four very successful families. In 1855, John D. Rockefeller began tithing. And I loved this number. His total income at the time that year was $95. So he gave 10% back to God, which was $9.50. Between 1855 and 1934, he gave away $531 million. So you could hear that and be like, he's crazy. I read that and I'm like, I need to up my vision board. I need to grow my goals. That's inspiring. I'm going to do that. So again, you could pick a side of the fence, but the more he gave with that abundant law of attraction, law of prosperity, energy, the more he, more success was brought into his life. When people attempted to criticize him and like, why would you do that? And you're crazy. And maybe this money could be used for something else. His reply was, God gave me my money. Okay, so call him crazy, but here's the thing. I want to play in that arena. Here are a few things I've learned this year because we want to share our lessons. We are spiritual beings. We are made in the likeness of God. God and the universe are happy to multiply our good. God and the universe wants us to be happy and successful. Blessings are our divine right. It is up to us to be giving. When we give, we align our conscious with the universal abundance. As a result, we put ourselves in a line to receive the rich gifts that life has to offer. Law of prosperity, law of attraction, right there, one and the same. When we, I love this line so much. Think about this. When we let go of our littleness, we expand into our larger life. I love that. Tithing is an act of faith. Faith moves on substance. So often we have heard, you know, what tithing can do for the church, right? And we forget what it really does for us right? So we think, oh, if you give that much money, what does the church have to do with it? You know, what are they going to do? They're going to be living large. Maybe maybe, maybe they don't need the money, right? 
But what does it do for you? And first of all, I don't believe any of that, but this is a voice that it could be telling you. Your voice, could be, your voice in your head could be telling you. So what, what does it do for us? It releases resistance. It opens up the universal law of love and abundance that are ours by divine right. Putting God first helps us, helps our inner growth and our well-being. We feel good to give. And I want to share a story with you guys. And again, I'm going to be very honest and very vulnerable. It was about seven years ago, and I went to church with my bestie. Deanna Heron, we were in Oklahoma and she went to like, a, you know, I was brought up Catholic. Now I go to a Christian church. I, I, I real believe in like a church where everybody's welcome and all of these things. But anyway, I went to Deanna's church and I walked in and I saw this music playing. It wasn't anything like I was used to. It was like a rock band. And then, you know, they opened up and they were first talking about tithing and, and giving back. And I wasn't ready to hear it. And I felt really uncomfortable in that space. I felt uncomfortable in that space because I was like, I, why are they asking me for my money? And they shouldn't ask me for money. But, you know, again, just like it goes back to the beginning of what I said, like until we're ready to hear something, until we're ready to grow from something, we just don't open ourselves. Like that, that door seemed locked. So I had a wonderful time at her church. I enjoyed the experience. But I did think, oh my gosh, my, how much money does my friend give to this church? And you guys, I am only admitting that openly and honestly because I had so much growth to do on my journey. And now I attend a church just like that. Like you walk in, it's the music and it's the feeling and it's inclusive and it's special and it's you feel incredible there. And of course they talk about tithing. Why do they talk about tithing? Because they make such a difference in the world and all they do is share camps that they do and retreats that they do and families that they're helping and the ways that they're giving back and how we as members can contribute and give and make a difference. So many of you know that my family has a second home in Palm Beach and we love it. And this home was also a blessing from this year of learning. And I now know that one of the reasons we own a home where we own a home was so I can find Christ's Fellowship Church, which is in Palm Beach Gardens. And as soon as I walked in, I was home. Like I knew that that was part of my journey this year. It was actually like my completion of my journey is for that lesson is when I walked in because I know that God led me to that church. And a problem in life overall is congestion. The solution is circulation. When we give, it's a practice that blesses our life. When we experience congestion, our lives are thrown out of balance. So I'm not here to tell you that you need to give. I'm not here to pass judgment if you don't. I'm here to share my lessons with you. This was a lesson that I grew through to level up my life. Will everybody agree with it? Nope. Will there be people that try to poke holes in it? Yup. But I want to let you know, I'm not here for opinions. Okay. I'm loving my journey and I'm here to level up my life right alongside you and share my heart with you. So after I got up off my knees last summer, I looked inside and I began to discover what I was supposed to learn during this time of testing. What was the lesson? And I heard over and over in my mind, things are not done to us. They are done for us. What was the message? What was the gift? Here was my gift that I learned in the valley. I prayed for the next level. I was ready. In my mind, I was ready. We've heard that, you know, it's all in God's timing. He answered my prayer. He said, if you're really ready... Okay. If you're really ready, we're going to go on a little journey, Deb. And here's the thing. As my income grew, so did my lifestyle. So did the expenses in my life. I would donate. I definitely would. I would give, but I now know it wasn't my best of my ability. It wasn't my first and my best. 
It was what I had left or what I felt I could, or I would give during great months. And I'm being really honest with you. What we don't appreciate, we lose. God had a lesson to teach me. And so he did. So the reality is I gave more to charity in 2020 than I ever did in my life. And I don't share that to impress you, but to impress upon you when we give, we will always have plenty. It wasn't my plan but it was my calling. God worked through people and circumstances to remind me and to show me that I have plenty to give first and best and to remind me that he is the source of my supply. Plus, we all know and love the law of attraction and the law of attraction is absolute. What we put out comes back multiplied. This is the same thing. We don't give to receive. We give in gratitude. Giving opens the flow. It creates our abundant energy of prosperity. It comes back a hundred times over. What was once a lesson in my life is now a blessing. God answered my prayers. He led me on a journey to a much better relationship with him. I'm forever better. I'm forever blessed and grateful. And giving has changed me. Life is about giving. No one ever became poor by giving. We can't go back and change the past, but we can start today and change the future. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Giving is another reason to level up your life. The more successful you become, the more you can give. There are people in this world waiting for you to make a difference. And remember, if and when you grow through a valley, to keep your head up and your faith strong. God gives his battles to the strongest soldiers. Look for the gift because my friends, it is always there. Next week, we're gonna be talking about self-confidence. We're gonna switch gears, but it's all connected. The, the most beautiful thing you can ever wear is confidence. When you are confident, you can do anything. Our goal is to level up our confidence because the world needs who you are meant to be. So open your mind to give. It's the greatest power you have. I love you, my friends. Talk to you Monday and have the most amazing, abundant week.